stop looking at porn and win back your freedom for smart, family-oriented men who want to learn to sustainably let go of porn in a way you can enjoy and look forward to. Learning to be proud of the man you are and making life so good that porn becomes irrelevant. I'm Danny Pullman. I'm a certified life coach, and I've been coaching guys on this for many years now and have been in the porn quitting game for years beyond that. I'm using this podcast to share what I've learned and what I continue to learn on the way with real client examples from the hands-on work I do with clients day in and day out. This is a movement. It is happening. Join with us and start winning against porn now. Hey guys, welcome to the How to Stop Looking at Porn and Win Back Your Freedom podcast. I'm your host, Danny Pullman. What chains are we breaking today? Uh, this this message today is like bursting out of me, so I'm really excited to share it. When I quiet my mind uh, and ideas flow in, uh, good stuff happens when I act on those ideas, when I share them. Um, I was doing yoga in the sun on our balcony today and meditating a little bit after, and and these things were just flowing in. So... I'm really excited to share this with you. Um, I'm talking about a message that you've probably internalized and that is probably holding you back if you're like a lot of us, okay? I'm going to share a couple client examples and I'm going to share some personal experiences with this and then I'm going to also invite you to up-level your life in this important way starting now. So so let's talk about this, all right? Um a lot of us have internalized this message, you are bad, you are wrong, something is wrong with you, right? Like, where did we hear this? You are defective, you are broken, you are fallen, you are in a state of sin, and therefore disconnected from God, right? I am going to talk a little bit about God today. Um, I like generally focusing on the brain with these podcasts and my coaching, but I also, I love being spiritual, and um, so I'm talking about something that overlaps with uh, talking about spirituality and God and, and where you direct your brain, right? So even for you people who, who aren't God people uh, or don't like believe in or using that term, I'm using that term today just to kind of represent higher power or your inner spirituality and uh, you'll still get something super valuable out of this, and you'll better understand what your brain might be doing and get some ideas of where to focus on it, even if you don't even take the spiritual approach on it, okay? Um, but these messages, right? Like, you are bad. And I want, you, I want to encourage you to, like, uh, even if you're someone who's like, oh, I don't, I don't ever think I'm bad, I want to invite you to just be curious and stay open to exploring sometimes where you might be doing it unconsciously and become aware of it because just because you don't see it right away doesn't mean there aren't patterns like it there um and so just just be curious right um and and notice observe uh you are bad this message where does it come from okay so so let's talk about that first this message is for sure out there right we get this message uh, some people get told literally by their parents the words spoken out loud, you are bad, right? Some people over and over, sometimes, some people just a few defining moments, that was the message and it stuck with them because it was kind of traumatizing and, and they remember it really well. Um, some people were abused or neglected as kids or mistreated as adults even and, and have internalized that 
as I'm bad, I'm the problem, right? Which is a normal developmental thing for kids to do because it's easier for kids to blame themselves than it is and feel in control than it is to consider that this person who takes care of them who's supposed to be the safe person if they're bad then that's really that's hard for a kid to swallow right so it's easier for a kid to blame themselves for their parents poor behavior um and i know that can have unfortunate consequences it's just sort of a developmental thing (laughs) and then where else teachers right like uh maybe you had a behavioral issue i have one client uh i mean i have a lot of clients with add but um one of them he said as a kid like he was labeled with this add thing and you know that can be helpful sometimes uh to address things of course um but also he was like told that he was doing it wrong and he had behavioral problems and he was bad because he was acting differently than the other kids and and he internalized that as something's wrong with me right he got that message throughout his life as a kid especially and the thoughts he practices as a kid, a lot of them trickle into adulthood, right? They can't not. Until you examine them and shift them on purpose and do your healing, right? Uh, where else do we hear these messages from the media? Oh, there are a lot of messages like this in the media. Uh, from yourself is another place. Like maybe you just think that telling yourself that you're bad is the way to help you change, right? Um, or maybe church, right? Like and I'm not going to rag on all church, all bad things, right? But churches have some traditions, some chains we need to break, some traditions that are not helpful, right? And so if you were to, we can appreciate all the good things about church or your church or different churches, right? But also, if you were to take a really cynical view of how some church messages can come across, it's almost like you're bad or you're sick and you come that way, like in this fallen state, and you need to be saved or cured from this badness or sickness. And it just so happens that the only way to access that is through this organization and these church leaders, and right? Um, it can... Uh, and, then, and then when these leaders are one of the things they want is they want to help people to take action and to behave in accordance with a certain code or value system, right? Which isn't that bad, but some of the ways that the messages get delivered are that you're bad and you need to feel guilty. Lots of guilt tripping can be there or shaming or fear tactics to try to get people to, to live in line with these codes. And anyway, um, Siri's trying to interrupt me there, so making sure that doesn't stay. (laughs) Um, Anyway, and I know, I know, like, for those of you who church is really important to you, and you don't like hearing this stuff, like, take it for what it's worth. Um, Just be aware that not all organizations and leaders have the most helpful messages for you all the time just because it's church and they're church leaders, right? So, So I'm inviting you to take responsible for you and your relationship with yourself, your relationship with higher power, and choose ways that help you feel connected and good about you and help you create the forward movement you want, okay? So um, so the first thing here is we have these messages from all over, like, you're bad. Um, is it actually helpful to buy into this line of thinking? That's, that's the most important question here. <laughs> is it actually helping 
right? Um, I just want you to think about that. Is it with the intended goal behind it? Is it helping? Richard Rohr, he's a Franciscan priest, and he wrote this book called Falling Upward that I really like. Um, he said, one of our most important tasks in this life, I'm paraphrasing, is to unlearn that we are disconnected from God. Right? One of our most important tasks in this life is to unlearn that we are disconnected from God. It's like we're not disconnected from God. We've just learned that we are. Right? And so what I want to offer to you is that you are divine, and the divine is good, so you are good, and you don't need someone to connect you to the divine because it is you, it's in you, you are part of it, it is part of you, right? Like you're part of God, God is part of you, you are God in a way, you're an offshoot of God. And uh, I, one of my teachers, she's, uh, she taught me that the, the true Christ energy isn't, hey, come to me and I'll heal you, it's, hey, I've mastered this innate power that we all have to heal ourselves and you have this built in within you and I want to show you how to access it and that if I can do it you can do it <laughs> right like when I think of like Wim Hof he teaches breathing techniques and nervous system regulation type stuff and um and he does some amazing things he set some Guinness world book of record Guinness world records and he tells people like uh, if I can do it, you can do it too. He doesn't just say, I'm special. And his mission is to like show people how to connect with their superpowers within their body and their mind and to heal in ways they didn't think were possible, to do things they didn't think were possible. It's, it's awesome. And to me, that just resonates so much more with me than someone saying, you need a middleman here between you and God and, um, and you can't do it without me. Like, if we truly are from God and meant to be like God, then we have that within us is a way I like to see it. So you do, you think what you want for you. Um, but the idea here is like, let's not use what we believe about God to think unhelpful things about ourselves that get in the way of our progress and learning and being the person we want to be, right? So if telling yourself that you're bad is getting in the way, then let's practice a new way of thinking. So here's a client example. I worked with them uh, last year, and we stopped working together either at the beginning of this year or, or last year. And um, when he came to me, he was doing uh, porn masturbation every day after work. It was like first thing he did after work, he'd go upstairs, right, and do his thing, and then do what he could with his wife and kids after to engage with them. and. Um, he was also starting to do some things that he thought were a little bit sketchy to him, and he was concerned about the escalation of his habits and behavior and where it might lead. He'd done some things that he regretted. Um, he thought something might be wrong with him. And so he sent me a message just this week, and, um, and we're going to call him uh, R. Miller. Okay, His name is R. Miller. He said, hey, man. Just wanted to reach out and say thank you for helping me on my journey. My life is better than it ever has been. My marriage is better than it ever has been. My wife and I have a deeper connection 
and people around me make comments about me being different, and I've been able to share with a lot of people about my journey. Just wanted to say thank you. I just hit six months of not looking at porn, and things are looking brighter than ever. So thank you for starting me on the right path and teaching me tools that I still use every day. I am truly forever grateful for you. I hope you're doing well. Um, and I just love hearing this. One of the things for him to tap into was, hey, I'm just right. <laughs> I'm good. I just got a little misguided here with what I was believing and how my brain was, how I was practicing with my brain and my habits and and I can change. And when I see that I'm good, it's so much easier to change in the ways I want to change. And um, anyway, that was some of the powerful work we did together. And now look at him, six months, no porn. He used to do it every day and he's just got all this momentum. Life is better than ever. And one of the reasons for that is the way he shifted his beliefs about himself. And again, like <laughs> believe what works for you. Like if what you're already believing about you, if it's working and getting you where you want, and you're living life the way you want. Keep doing it, right? If it's not, then let's let's try some new ways here. So if if I'm offering some ideas here today that challenge your brain a little bit, that sound new or different to you, um, don't shy away from it just because your brain's a little scared of something new. Our brains are designed designed to be scared of new ideas, whether they're good and awesome and helpful or not. Our brain is just designed to be scared of it at first, right? So. So don't let that stop you from at least considering one new thing that might move the needle for you in a way that makes a big difference, right? And that's what it's all about is what creates that movement, that forward movement. Um, so for, for me, I was sexually abused as a boy by a trusted adult. And, um, and I can get into that whole, that whole, how that affected me in my adult years and how the memories came back and... I'll get into that another time. Um, but how did I internalize this, right? I'm bad. It's my fault. Right? That, that's how that got internalized. And, and I've done a lot of internal work on this uh, through coaching, through therapy. So I've, I've let a lot of that go. It's changed a lot. I've healed a lot. It still comes up sometimes. Uh, but it's shifting. And the more I shift it, the more... I live the life I want. The more I be the man I want to be, the more money I make, the more my habits are in line with how I want to be, the more I heal, the more I grow, the more I transform, the more I move forward, right? Like I, when it does come up, this I'm bad idea, like what does it do? It just slows me down. It, it mucks things up. It, like I've just noticed this for me. That's, that's me, okay? So I'm just sharing for me. And it might be different for you, but we can learn from each other when we share, right? So, but that's the question. The question is what way of thinking and feeling about you helps you to actually move forward, to grow, to heal, to progress, to learn, right? Is it I'm bad? Something's wrong with me. I'm broken. I'm defective. You know best for you, right? I just invite you to challenge it. And um, I'll share with you, like for me personally, and for pretty much all the guys I meet, the more they unlearn that they are bad and remember that they're good and believe it and feel it, the more they move forward. 
the more they change in those ways they want to change right it's like this paradox uh where if you accept and love yourself as you are suddenly you change in all the ways you wanted to instead of rejecting yourself so why is this it's because thoughts create feelings okay and a belief about yourself is just a thought you've thought about yourself over and over and practiced a lot so it becomes a belief and also our brain seeks for evidence to prove the thoughts right that we think okay so um so i'll explain both of these uh first of all like think about it you're if you tell yourself i'm bad how does that thought feel that's the first question how do you feel when you tell yourself i'm bad uh, it might be this feeling of unworthy or depressed or uh, sinking or down or, yeah, what is it for you? What would you name the feeling that that thought creates for you? I'm bad. Something's wrong with me. Maybe it's shame, right? Shame is one of the big, big, big ones here. And um, And then feelings, they really impact our actions right the thought and feeling that we're thinking it impacts how we act whether we're consciously doing it or if it's happening behind the scenes okay a lot of this happens behind the scenes and so when we do coaching we bring a lot of these unconscious patterns to the surface we look at them and we find this power to shift them and practice new ways okay so if thinking i'm bad and feeling shame drives super useful behavior for you toward the results you want, then keep doing it, right? For a lot of us, it makes us want to slink into a cave. It uh, makes us look for evidence that we're stuck forever. It makes us um, isolate or avoid people. We're more likely to go look at porn or do other habits that we're not crazy about, right? Other buffering. Um, we... And then the second part of this, right, is not just thoughts create feelings, but our brain seeks for evidence to prove it right, okay? So if if you have this idea in your mind that I'm bad, this belief, your brain is going to try to prove it right, okay? So, so if you've also learned, okay, porn is bad, and people who look at porn, they're bad, and... Like, if that's kind of the framework you're working with in your mind, which is what a lot of us have learned, especially in religious circles, then your brain is going to try to prove it right that you're bad if you're thinking you're bad, and you're going to be more likely to go do those quote-unquote bad things that you've learned are bad things that bad people do. Okay, so if you believe you're bad, you're more likely to go be bad. (laughs) Okay, with whatever your learned construct of that word bad is. You're going to go do the things that you've learned are bad more likely if you believe you're bad. And that's how the brain works, guys. This is really important to know because when you hear it like that, it's like almost a no-brainer, right? Like, wait a second. (laughs) If I want to be more likely to do all the good things, then maybe I should be telling myself I'm good more of the time because it all starts at the thought level of the mind. That's where it all starts, okay? You're not bad because of the things you did. You're actually doing those bad things because you're telling yourself you're bad it starts there okay so another personal example i for me i learned a lot of this growing up in the mormon church um i thought the answer was was to feel more guilty 
to make myself change and be different, right? And to tell myself I'm unworthy. I'm so unworthy. I need to go prove that I'm worthy. This is a test, and I'm going to prove my worthiness by changing. And until I change, I won't be worthy. And so in the meantime, I'm unworthy, and I'm I'm doing bad, right? I'm a sinner. And, um, and I know different people internalize it in different ways, and there are a lot of different ways to do this. I support people finding what works for them, okay? Um, but for me, I learned a lot of that from the mouths of church leaders. Like, it is something you can find a whole lot of from church leaders in the Mormon church. Um, and I know you can find what you're looking for. That's where my brain was at. Um, and it's easy to find if you look for it, <laughs> right? Um, I thought that was the answer, and it kept me stuck longer, right? Um and I internalized this, like, yeah, I'm unworthy. I'm, I'm bad. I'm doing bad things. And, and until I let go of some of that and found new ways to think, I stayed stuck with the porn stuff, right? And it's so ironic because I thought, like, if one place is going to help me be more righteous, it's church and what the church leaders have to say. And I started realizing everything the church leaders say is not necessarily helping me to be the kind of man I want to be and to change in the ways I want to change. And when I started being, letting myself acknowledge that, oh man, the power that came from that and the changes that started happening, just awesome, right? Um, so just sharing my personal experience there. And then um, another personal example, I, I, sometimes I get a little discouraged with all the stuff you hear in the world and, you know, watching the news can be a real downer sometimes. And I'm not going to repeat uh, the stuff here, but, uh, the, the other day I was feeling this way and, and I realized, uh, well, I also like had someone, some, I don't know what happened. Someone got a hold of my card number and did all these little transactions and, uh, drained 2,500 bucks from my account just over the weekend. And I was like, see, people do suck. <laughs> I was kind of in that mode. <laughs> Um, I don't stay there forever, but sometimes I go there and what I realized, well, first of all, I was like, all right, how, how, what do I want to bring to this from my side of the equation? Right. Do I really want to stay in people suck mode and they're out to get me? Right. Um, that's another thing from my sexual abuse as a boy at like people are out to get me. That one comes up, right? People suck and they're out to get me even the people that I, that should be the ones you can rely on most. They're the most likely ones to get like that. That can go dark, but it comes up guys. It comes up along the way. So then I get to work through it and I get to decide what do I want to bring to this from my side? Um, what do I want my experience to be? And so I was like, okay, what if it like, I, I went, I went through, I made the disputes and there's this whole system set up for me to do it. And I got my money back. Uh, through my bank and how cool is that right and so I was like all right look there are people who want me to have my money too not not just people who want to take my money and people who want to help me and how cool is it that we have these systems in place to do that and maybe more people want to help me than more people want to hurt me than the people that want to hurt me and I I just started playing with it right um and then the thing that I settled on uh this morning is it's not that people are bad it's just that they've forgotten they were good. 
that's an idea I'm playing with today. It's not that people are bad. It's just that they've forgotten they were good. What if all of us are innately good, including myself, but some people, including myself, just forget along the way that they're good, right? <laughs> and I, I'm just playing with this, and I like it for now. I wanted to offer it here. Um, but then, I, you know, think about this, right? Like, where did these people learn these things from that they were bad, that taught us that we were bad, right? Someone taught them. There are all these places that we get this message that we're bad. And if you learned it from role models or from leaders, right? Someone taught them the same thing, right? And then someone taught that person the same thing. And where did it come from? Maybe it doesn't matter, but it's there. And no wonder people are passing it on because when you're not conscious of this stuff, like it just gets passed on. But that's why... We have the chain breaker program, right? And you can be a chain breaker. It's time to break this chain. It stops with me and you. That's what I'm inviting you to do is let's break this chain, this tradition that keeps getting passed on. And it stops with me and you. And with the next person that you pass it on to, it stops with them as well. And Let's pass it along. Let's change gears here to something that works better, that brings more love to the equation. Uh, love is never a bad answer, guys. Okay, so here's my next client example. We're going to call him Tim H. Okay, Tim H., he's a brand new client, just joined the Chain Breaker program, the group coaching program, and we, well, he's also going to uh, do some one on one, but. Uh, we can't start that for another uh, bit of time just with scheduling issues. So basically, brand new, just dove in this last week into like the first lesson or two and um, just on the group, the online program side of things, all the content that you get when you join. And he's he, he came to me having carried this porn habit alone for most of his life, over 20 to 25 years and he doesn't talk to people a lot about it. It's something he's felt so much shame over. Like even just messaging me on Instagram was really tough for him. And then getting on the call, like he almost didn't show up to do the free call with me. He was, uh, but he did, right? He still came. And he thought he was just stuck. He thought this was just who he was. It was dark. It was lonely. It was shameful. It was heavy. Okay, so he sent me a message um, just today. And he said, also, I know that I still have a lot of fires to walk through, but I can't even begin to tell you how much better I feel. I listened to you, to your 56 minutes intro yesterday. Um, yeah, five, I think it was five to six, <laughs> but I listened to your intro yesterday over lunch when you talked about the guys in your program, that they're primarily great, smart people who want better for themselves and their families. I broke down crying. I'm not an emotional guy. I don't feel feelings or at least haven't learned how to or allowed myself to. <laughs> it caught me off guard when I realized I was on the floor with my arms stretched high. I came home after work and I noticed that I hugged my wife, like actually wanted to do that. I sat and talked with my kids, helped them with their tasks. I engaged. 
So how cool is that, right? And and just notice how this changes his life, right? Like he he thinks me, but what it is is it's his power to choose to think this new way about himself, right? This and, and that creates a new feeling when he thinks that new way, and it's almost like I gave him permission to think this way about himself, but he already had that permission. He didn't need that. He just needed to give it to himself, right? And then these new actions and new ways of being come out of it. And just notice like how he engaged, he moved toward the things he wanted to more naturally when he stopped thinking of himself as this terrible person and allowed himself to have permission to see himself as one of the neat guys who's just trying to learn this new skill of doing life porn free, right? And that's that's what it's all about. That's all it takes, right? Like this was one lesson in the program that he watched and that's sometimes all it takes to create that next bit of movement right just one it it can just be a few minutes like i think of uh america's got talent and simon cowell and um he always says on that show i watch with my kids sometimes he always says two minutes can change your life right um and there's truth to that with this stuff too right like just two minutes here in a new podcast episode or a new lesson through the Chain Breaker program. Like, sometimes that's all it takes to help you move to that next step and change your life. Um, and all it really takes is to stop and notice and decide how you want to think and then practice, right? And let go of the stuff that no longer serves you. Maybe it used to serve you to think those ways. Now, if it doesn't, let it go. Practice something new, okay? And then, you know, do you want to be the kind of person that brings more negative energy to the world, more hate, more fear, more judgment, more meanness, right? Like, don't we already have enough? This is kind of what I was thinking about this week. Like, I was kind of hating the person who took my card number and did that with my account, and I was hating, I was judging for a bit there, and I was like, okay, (laughs) yes, let's have accountability, Let's set up firm boundaries and defend ourselves where we need to with things, right? Also, where do I want to stay here, right? Because if you're treating, and we're gonna, I'm going to come back to how we treat ourselves here, right? If you're treating yourself with hate, fear, judgment, and meanness, that's exactly what you're bringing more of to the world, Okay. The way you impact this world starts with how you view yourself and how you treat yourself and how you think and feel about yourself, okay? You will be able to bring more love to those around you if you bring more love to you first, okay? you will. I'm going to say that again. You will be able to bring more love to those around you if you bring more love to you first. And in my opinion, the world needs more love. I want a world with more love, more peace, more acceptance, more light. So give those things to yourself first. Please, like, just do it for me. Just so that, you know, I see more of that in the world. (laughs) Um, If you're not doing it for you, do it for just the rest of the world. No, but do it for you, too, because you're worth doing it for. And you can be a part of the solution, right? It starts with how you treat you. You are good. You are just right. So here's something to think about, okay? Even, and this might be another one of those things that 
your brain's like, wait, what? That sounds crazy. Talk, Danny. But even your desire for porn, your over-desire for porn comes from something good. Like, your brain is a good thing. It's good that you are a human with a human brain, and your brain is good, and it's working by design, and it's good that it is designed that way, okay? And don't use this against yourself. I'm not saying the brain is designed to over-desire porn, uh, because your brain is just designed to learn. And what a lot of us have done is accidentally train our brain to over-desire porn, okay? So your brain isn't designed to always have these huge urges for porn forever, okay? You can unlearn that desire. But if you have over-desire for porn right now, it's a sign that your brain's working just right and that, that you've just taught it to do that. And you can also teach it to not do that. And you can unlearn that desire, okay? And it's a good thing that our brain is how it is and that is was it what it is and you can also work with it and change it and i'm going to tell you it's so much easier to work with your brain when you think it's a good thing than it is when you think it's all bad and messed up and broken okay you're going to get a lot further doing this type of inner work for yourself and inner transformation from the inside out if you accept and love and see it as good or even just neutral rather than it's bad it's my enemy it gets in the way of everything and right so if you believe you are good your brain will try to prove it right you'll be more likely to go live in line with what you've learned is good you'll feel feelings that drive inspired action that move you forward that heal okay so i'm offering you some thoughts here you are loved you are lovable. You are love. You come from love. You come from good. You can't be disconnected because you are it. You are good. You can't be disconnected from good because you are the good. <laughs> Let go of the bullshit that is in the way of that. See your goodness. Lean into your goodness. Feel your goodness. Allow it to shine through and expand. It starts with turning toward it and acknowledging it. Reconnect with it. It's always been there, okay? This is so, so important. Don't be so busy all the time in your life that you don't take the time to start seeing things differently here, okay? Don't be so plugged into screens and schedules and run around like a chicken with their head cut off and all this busyness, right? Don't be so plugged into all that and consuming and over-buffering that you just keep unconsciously internalizing messages that are holding you back, that are affecting the energy you bring to the world. Okay, slow down enough to feel what might be off or out of balance in your relationship with yourself, to examine, to learn, to do it a new way, to wake yourself up in a new way, to be uncomfortable for a minute, Till you find your new footing right like yeah sometimes when you slow down there's some uncomfortable stuff that stuff that shows up and that's why we all don't want to slow down we just stay so busy because this stuff is there for a lot of us okay be willing to sit with that discomfort for a minute and look and examine long enough to to change to transform in a way that is important for you and your next steps right Divert some of your time and resources to doing this for you. Show yourself that you value you and that you value finding ways to live life on your terms the way you want 
being the kind of person you want to be, right? To make life so good that porn becomes irrelevant. That's something I'm always talking about, okay? How can you make life so good that porn becomes irrelevant? Imagine, like, what if you were one of your own favorite people to hang out with, <laughs> you, right? Like, you, you see yourself as a great guy who you love being with, a great person who you love being with, right? And what does this do? This makes porn less relevant. It changes everything when you up-level your relationship with yourself in that way, okay? And this is why it's one of the three parts of the triangle offensive habit change that I teach through the Chainbreaker program is uh, your relationship with yourself and up-leveling that, okay? Um, it's one of the big keys for sustainable habit change. Um, so don't just listen to this episode today and go on your way, right? Take action on what I'm sharing today, okay? Something small and something now, not later, all right? This, what we're talking about today, this is so much of what we do in the Chain Breaker program. Like when you, when you don't know how the human brain works, it can feel really hard to make these kind of shifts in an intentional way. Um, you can do it, but it can, I know, it can feel like, where do I even start? right? Um, I like to give you ideas in these podcast episodes. And also, if you want to dive in, do the deep work, like really implement in a powerful way, break those chains that are in your own mind that are holding you back, right? Come join us in Chain Breaker Group Coaching Program or for one-on-one -on -one coaching, okay? Really, the, the guys in there are so awesome, um, they really are. Like when I said that to my new client, that these are just a bunch of awesome guys, like I meant it. Like I love these guys. I love you showing up to listen to this. And, um, you know how I, I mentioned earlier, like I get a little discouraged about humanity sometimes, <laughs> like when people rob me. Um, guess what? Working with my clients that's one of the things that easily renews my hope for humanity, right? Like these guys, they inspire them. I love them. I love being a part of their process. They are good. They are amazing. They don't become amazing after earning it. They just are. They come amazing. And I get to watch them break chains and move forward in ways they never have before, especially when they start leaning into, hey, am I amazing? Am I good? Maybe I am. Yeah. Okay. And you can too. Okay? You don't need me or us or this program to do it. You really don't. But if you want help and you want it accelerated and you're tired of doing it alone and failing in the same way over and over and you're looking for ways to shake things up, get new ideas from new people, new coaches, right? Come join us. It can be so much, you know, so much fun, easy and simple and empowering in ways more than you realize. So, um, if this is you and you want to check it out, go get on my website, dannypolman.com, P-O-E-L-M-A-N, and click on work with me, click on schedule a free strategy call, like let's talk, let's see what next steps can be for you, and if it's not for you, I invite you to just, all of you, start seeing your goodness right now, today, and what is one action you can take from that goodness right now, today? Now go and do it. See you next time, guys.
If you enjoyed listening to the How to Stop Looking at Porn and Win Back Your Freedom podcast, you have to come check out the Chainbreaker program. It's my group coaching program through my Chainbreaker Coach app where you get access to regular group coaching calls and or one-on-one coaching calls, training modules, tools, a community of like-minded guys where we take all of this great information and learn to actually implement it in a game-changing way that works. This is about so much more than just a porn habit. Join us at dannypullman.com forward slash work with me. Don't forget to spell Pullman, P-O-E-L-M-A-N. Become a chain breaker and learn to unchain your personal power. And remember, the power to make the changes you want is already there. It's just a matter of learning to access it.